we like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 28th, 2019. And today, the first part, we're going to concentrate on the ongoing mass genocide, I should say, at least in part, regarding what is going on in California with the wildfires and what they have planned. Now, I know I, talk, I talked about this last week. This is just not a subject, though, I can really get off of when they're actively engaged in incinerating people alive. And... um They've been doing this a long time. It's getting higher in frequency. And they're telling the populace that they're going to have to just keep ramping this up. And there's no end in sight. So the first report, just to kind of give a recap. These are just bullet points. California declares statewide emergency. More than 180,000 people ordered to flee their homes. Now this just happened last weekend. This is just this weekend. Okay. So 180,000 ordered to flee their homes as historic extreme winds continue to fan the fires and the power shut off to 2.3 million people to prevent it from spreading. California Governor Gavin Newsom of California declared a state of emergency on Sunday. Uh, it came around 180,000. It came after around 180,000 people were ordered near a Northern California wildfire on Sunday. It came after around... So I, that doesn't make sense, but that's the way they worded it. That order was issued after the state's largest utility, PG&E, who's owned by Rothschild. When we're going to look at that again, shut down power to 940,000 homes. By Saturday night, 90,000 people are, had already been ordered to evacuate. The order encompasses a huge swath of wine country. The expanded evacuation orders now covers part of Santa Rosa, a city of 175,000 that was devastated by a wildfire two years ago. Some guests this weekend could reach up to, some gusts, I'm sorry, could reach up to 80 miles per hour, according to them, and could lead to erratic fire behavior. We're going to talk about all these points they're bringing up here individually. PG&E said the new wave of blackouts started Saturday evening, affecting 38 counties over for 48 hours or longer. Governor Newsom said Saturday, the next 72 hours is going to be challenging. I can't sugarcoat it, and I'm not going to. This next report is, what I did is, because I've already covered a lot of it, I'm just going over the key points in it, and um, I'm inserting a lot of updated information that pertains to this weekend, specifically. Uh, so this will be the most up-to-date thing. In fact, I've just been checking the videos uh, of, of the uh, YouTube YouTubers that are putting these videos up, and I'm, I'm trying to stay up to date as possible. Obviously, there's a lot of breaking news regarding this. Operation Torch California. Hard evidence proving wildfires started by arsonists. Now, arsonists, <laughs> that's a very large category of, of what's causing these fires. And arsonist probably isn't the best term. Arson is what is happening, yes, Arsonist implies like some lone guy out there setting fires, and that's anything but the truth. Not to say that couldn't be a component of it, though. New World Order, globalist cabal, throw, throws more fuel on the California wildfires. Geoengineering, geoengineered California firestorms triggered by deliberate actions of pyroterrorism. 
This was from State of the Nation. As expected and predicted, the California fall wildfire season has exploded with geoengineering precision and pinpoint arson attacks. For those uninitiated in the convoluted workings of the complex criminal conspiracy behind these international acts of pyroterrorism, the following expose provides the necessary background and history. And it's entitled, California Power Shutdown. First they predict the fires, then they turn the power off, then they start the fires, then they spread the fires. And I'm not even going to go over that link. There's a link there you can click on. I covered this a lot last week. And I don't want to be too redundant here, but this is breaking information, a lot of what we're talking about. Every resident of California ought to be deeply familiar with the well-established dynamic expressed by the preceding post title, which I just read. Likewise, every person traveling through the now-charred Golden State should know exactly where they're going to and staying regarding the targeted areas that are being burned down on purpose, by design, by this state-sponsored criminal conspiracy. So in other words, you know, this if you're out there especially if you're out there living or traveling uh you want to know where the areas are that are being targeted and i'm not saying god can't prevent this from happening but you know unless i think there's a lot of mass prayer going up from the body of christ i don't see this turning around and um, i don't know also if this state is just flat out scheduled for god's judgment not to say all of America's not, but this might be the first place it's really starting in earnest. I'm speculating, but it does seem to be um, a target right now of the Luciferians, and they seem to be having pretty much their way out there. They're pretty much doing what they want to do. What follows is a video of just one wildfire site in Northern California that was just arson attacked by a trigger-firing dew weapon, the directed energy weapons. Below the video is a screenshot which shows the size of the conflagration relative to the California coastline. Now, obviously, you can't see this if you're listening, but I do provide you the PDF where I provide you the screenshots. It's all in there, and it'll be in there for, it's all free, um, for October 28th, 2019 at contendingfortruth.com. So, this video is entitled, Massive Explosion Strikes Northern California 50 Miles Wide. And there's a screenshot of the area where they're they're showing the satellite image screenshot of when this happened. They're striking these areas with these do weapons, these directed energy weapons. Some say that maybe they're plasma energy weapons coming from below the ground up. Hard to say exactly which one it is. And I'm, I'm gonna kind of give both sides of that today. The fact of the matter is, is this is happening. And that these explosions are occurring. I mean, if put it this way, if it was just some remote, like some guy threw a cigarette out the window and it was a, a forest fire, it turned into that. Well, you're not going to see an explosion 50 miles wide on a satellite image that can be documented. It's going to take a long, long time for that fire to even get to 50 miles wide, in other words. But we're seeing these things occur on satellite images, particularly at night. They're more easily visible for obvious reasons, because it's night. We're seeing them occur all at once, like within seconds. How do you explain that? You couldn't say, well, it's a power wire. How could a power wire produce an explosion 50 miles wide? Or at least looking that way on a... It's not going to happen. So, 
for a better frame of reference, the following map of Northern California indicates the particular area of this particular conflagration in Mendocino County, which is uh, west of Sacramento and just east of the coastline where it puts or jets out in the Pacific. Now, I give you the link here to the massive explosion 50 miles wide. Now, the thing is, is that, again, if I play that, you're, you're not going to have any comprehension of what's actually being shown on the screen. Some of these I will play because there's enough audio to bolster what we're talking about here that's one you can click on see for yourself this one's really been making its way around the internet now this one um california newest fire started with major explosion i'm just going to play you the for first 40 seconds of this and i give you a screenshot of what is actually being talked about in this particular video so i'll go ahead and do that now now here's the footage i wanted you to see this is the very beginning of the fire from alertwildfire.org. So this is a this is a website, I believe, alertwildfire.org. It's not like, I don't believe it's a conspiracy theory website. It's just a website that I think is based out of California that documents, and I don't know if they have people sending in footage or how this works, but it's just documenting when these fires start and what's going on with the fires. So people can have a heads up. You can see from the timestamp, this footage begins on October 23rd at 2100 hours. It looks like it says home, so I think it's a camera off someone's back porch, and you're looking at a basically like a skyline where you can see the sky, you can see the the ground. There's some kind of mountainous things in the background. You can see some lights, and that's like the view. Just watch this. For the first 19 minutes of this video, this light right here stays on constantly. The moment the light is turned off, the fire explodes on the scene to the left of where the light was. And less than 30 minutes after this explosion, the fire became massive. I mean, this fire looks like a plasma-generated type of fire. It, it, the way it's burning, it does not look like a forest fire. It looks like something is coming up either from under the ground or from the sky and it's it's like you know an arc welder looks like like the kind of flame an arc welder would put out that very erratic type of of flame if you've ever seen an arc welder work it's and that's what you would expect with plasma there's i even believe there's plasma um plasma generated arc welders that type of thing i, I may be wrong but I, I think there is one type of welding that involves that it reminds me of that type of flame it does not look natural in any way shape or form and it's exploding out of nowhere again if these were just sparked off i mean it's not a, it's not a lightning strike the, the sky is clear you can see the stars even in the grainy kind of video well then what could do it well it's a cigarette somebody no that there's no way that would take a long time it wouldn't explode all at once in other words, there, there's something generating these fires. I'm going to play it again without commentary and without the red circle. Just watch this. I mean, this thing is going up in the air now. It's starting to look like a nuclear explosion. It's so high in the air. There is nothing about this that is natural from a natural wildfire perspective. It is, this is totally man-made, what is going on here okay so maybe it's totally demonic you know but it is sure not natural the thing is i mean it's so high in the in the air right now the way this fire looks is that it's dwarfing the the neighboring like little mountain peaks it's much much higher than them now i'm not going to play it anymore because you can't see it but you can listen to the rest of the video it's four minutes and 40 uh, minutes long and i'm going to give you we're going to go over a lot more of this anyway here is an actual close-up 
of the same explosive fire at the beginning of the burning phase. Now, this is the image I was just describing to you on screen. I have a screenshot here. For the proper text of this screenshot frame, please watch the entire video before it's taken down here. And it's entitled, Infrared Camera Captures Strange Ignition of Massive Kincaid, California Fire. So if you, I'm trying to give you all the necessary information to dot the I's, cross the T's, so you understand this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not like something that's conjecture. The Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. This is being established by different researchers from different parts of the state of California across the board, and they're unrelated to one another. But this is the type of stuff that even very few people in the alternative media will cover. Okay, you know, you're not going to probably hear Dave Hodges covering this, or even Ted Brower, or a lot of the other people out there. There, there's certain things they won't really go to or touch, from what I've seen. Okay, Alex Jones would never cover this. The, they may broach it. They may, they may kind of broach it in convert i heard dutch since the other day kind of bro well we don't that's a whole other story about what's causing that's about as much as they'll they'll say a lot of them and it's like well yeah but isn't that the most important part of the whole subject as to what is causing them i mean if it's something nefarious and evil and wicked um don't we want to warn our listeners about that isn't that something that should be at the forefront of our thought process warning our listeners but I'm just telling you, there's only a few people out there actually looking at what is causing this and trying to tie it all together and putting all the pieces together. And also, very, even fewer people that wouldn't implicate Trump in anything. Okay? We're going to talk about that as well. Because I'm not going to leave the subject of Trump out of this and because... The Rothschilds literally own PG&E, and the Rothschilds literally have owned Trump for decades and decades. And I'm going to prove it again today. So, all the stuff we see on TV with all he's going to get impeached and, and the Ukraine thing or whatever, I don't even pay attention. Hannity and all of them, I don't really pay much attention to that anymore. I really don't, because it's all theater. It's all theater for our benefit to get our eyes fixed on that, for us to put energy into that. And it and all of that does, if you believe Trump is this good guy that wasn't selected by the Rothschilds prior to being elected, okay? We're going to talk about that day. All that does to you is make you think he's got to be a good guy because he's fighting for us. He's fighting for our rights. He's fighting against this. And that's exactly what they want you to think. They're all moving us in the same direction, though. It's all theater. Next report. Red alert. California, 80-plus mile-per-hour winds, zero humidity, historical event this weekend. Now, we'll see how it ends up playing out. This is what they're saying. Last time they did this, I believe last weekend, they were saying all this, but the winds were not there, even though they were predicting these unbelievable winds. Now, they could generate the winds, and we're going to talk about that. Maybe they had a little more problem last weekend. But if they can generate 80 plus mile, mile per hour winds and start all of these fires, unless God intervenes himself, you know, I don't, I don't see this being anything but, you know, other than a catastrophe. So th this is the next video. Hi guys, this is Daniel Alexander Cameron here on Logic Before Authority. 
I don't like. So now, logic before authority is probably one of the ones that's on the absolute cutting edge of actually documenting what's going on out there. Okay, and um, you know, there, I, I think he's he's right up there as far as the videos he's putting out. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna let this video play to almost eight minute mark, and so you can kind of hear a little bit more of the background here. Doing these videos. I don't like it at all. I don't like what's going on. And I don't like telling you what I'm getting ready to have to tell you. But, well, let's listen to what they got to say first. And then we'll go from there. So, uh, unfortunately, it does look like uh, weather forecast models are coming into better alignments. Now, I'm sorry about the horribly poor video here. This is a press conference from PG&E, it looks like. At least PG&E is what's on the podium in the front. Their literal gigantic logo that we're going to discuss. And this is one of the representatives. And uh, he's in some kind of weird red flak jacket. Why, I have no idea. He's in like this really nice business setting. But I guess it, he wants to let everybody know it's a red alert or whatever. And here's... I guess he's presenting his justifications as to why they're they've got to shut down all the the grid and evacuate people and, and this type of stuff. Significantly increasing that we will have a second and very strong offshore wind event impact northern California Saturday night, Sunday uh, into Monday, and uh, southern California starting on Sunday and lasting into Monday. Um, the National Weather Service, and I'll just read you read you a quote from one of their forecast discussions. They state that confidence is high that the strongest offshore wind event yet this season will take aim at a broad swath of Northern California late Saturday. Even though they can totally control the wind and the weather and earthquakes and all of these other things, which we will prove once again today. But, you know, this is just catching them all flat-footed, evidently, and now they've got to do all these things in order to, because we're going to have 80-plus mile-per-hour gusts. Sunday, internal confidence statistics indicate offshore winds on the order of 4.3 to 5.2 standard deviations above the normal. They go on to state that usually 3.5 standard deviations is falling within record territory. Um, you can read so that. So 3.5 standard deviations is record territory as far as wind speeds go. Well, this was like 5 into the five, 4 to 5 range. So this is above record territory if this if this is exactly what is happening right now i don't know that right now if 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 what they're saying is actually playing out the way there but this is what they were predicting so beyond record wins is what he's saying and i encourage you hear that he's telling you that the winds are going to be well into record territory he said 3.5, I think you said, was record territory. And this is a, and if I quote him wrong, it's good enough. 4.5 to 5. And so we're talking about, guys, they're talking about 80 to 100 mile an hour winds. 
I'm, I'll say what I'm going to say until the end. Let's so 80 to 100 mile per hour winds. Yes, 80 plus mile per hour. So, I mean, you know, like hurricane force winds. You're going to go to weather.gov for the latest information there. Uh, our other agency partner that we coordinate excuse me, with is Northern Operations Predictive Services. They are also indicating high risk due to very strong winds, low relative humidity, and dry fuels, and that critically dry fuel moistures are expected. So, he said critically dry moisture conditions are expected. That means the humidity is going to be extremely low. In other words, and I'm sure they've they've and they've done this for years. There, they've created these drought conditions there by design on purpose, so that there would be tons of actual fuel for the fires that they're setting. Then they put the winds in there, which makes it even you know obviously exponentially worse. No humidity, which is prime forest fire, uh, plasma pulse weather uh, event. Excuse me, so pg Meteorology and uh, our data science teams continue to closely study the upcoming event and we plan to put it in, we're trying to put it in historical perspective. The upcoming event and they're trying to put it into historical perspective. threat from the standpoint they can control the weather that's the threat metrics that we track for storm events is what we call pressure gradients and so this is the difference in pressure between two surface stations one of the main ones we track for northerly winds is the difference in Reading and Sacramento the bigger the pressure gradient usually correlates with more outage activity on our system Right now, some forecast models are indicating a peak Reading to Sacramento pressure gradient above 10 millibars. And we calculated that if a 10.6 millibar pressure gradient was achieved, that would roughly uh, equate to a 1 in 15 year return period event. Um, Right now, we are forecasting widespread wind gusts for this event, 40 to 60 miles per hour in general over most of the elevated terrain of northern california uh, with peak gusts and ice we had 80 mile an hour gusts so far with the kincaid fire isolated locations 70 to 80 miles per hour some locations make us higher the map that i'm showing you 
on the screen is our internal outage producing wind index model. It was constructed with 30 years of high resolution uh, wind data. Over 5 billion data points were analyzed uh, to determine uh, what wind speeds uh, manifest across our service territory over the past 30 years. And it helps us put these events in historical perspective. And essentially what you're seeing on the map is that there is high likelihood of um, damage that will occur with this system. So I do expect to, um, based on wind speeds, based on everything I'm seeing. Well, they're telling you. And I'm just going to say it the way it is. They, uh, they are manufacturing a wind event. Yes. That will be like a hurricane with no rain coming into California. You know, mm -hmm. it's only a Cat 1 or a Cat 2 hurricane. So your house is not going to blow away. Mm. But Depending on the house, uh, something like a mobile home, manufactured house, that could definitely blow away in that condition. Talking about no humidity. Not only that, but you could say you're not going to blow away, but what about the, the trees that would get blown down onto the houses? And the damage that would cause. And again, they're, they're doing this all by design on purpose. They could send rain in there if they wanted and douse any of these fires. But why would they do that? They're creating the fires. They, they don't want there to be any source of um, abatement for the fires, which rain would bring. So they're going to make sure it's as dry as possible. There's no rain. They've done all of these other... They've chemtrailed ahead of time on purpose. The chemtrails are highly flammable. They've done that slash and squirt thing for years where they have killed massive amounts of trees in California to set up so that there would be tons of fuel. Trees are the fuel for these wildfires. They have not done the fire breaks on purpose, by design, self-admitted, where they didn't do fire breaks and, and, and they didn't do cleanups of areas where you, you could have areas where um, you, I had installed fire breaks so that it would prevent fires even if they got started. They purposely have not done that. I've covered all these reports before. I'm sure there's tons of stuff I'm leaving out. And then all the other ways they're causing the fires. So it's just mass genocide. You know, that's, that's really the purpose here of the American populace. 80 mile an hour plus winds and they're going to be pulsing yep. a subterrestrial plasma weapon. Now he's talking about a subterrestrial plasma weapon as opposed to a directed energy weapon which is where it's death from above. Okay. Um, he's going to go into that. I'm going to let him, I'm going to play a video where he gets into that and this is the first time I've heard that. But, you know, at this point, I think they're using a number of different means to start these fires. And if they had a subterrestrial plasma weapon that could start the fire spontaneously, well, then one thing they wouldn't have to worry about is people spotting planes up in the sky and the beams that come down. Because that was spotted in the Paradise fires. And that was spotted, I believe, in the Santa Rosa fires. And I played those clips, and you'd have to watch them. But people were seeing beams come down from the sky from the dew's weapons on the planes above and just incinerate things as it was happening there was some documentation of that 
that's pretty conspicuous. So if there was a sub-terrestrial way of doing it, meaning coming up from the ground, well, then that would be probably a smarter way to go as far as being more incognito. That is going to create fires all over the state. I suppose starting in the north first, tomorrow on Saturday, and then traveling down through the state into Southern California by Sunday. If you live in California or close to it, I hope you're ready. I mean, I really, truly, God knows, I hope you're ready. Because this war is intensifying. So, it goes on for, you know, up until the 14 and a half minute mark. Now, he brings up something that I'll just mention here real quick. Uh, and this guy's standing in front of a podium. And on the podium is the PG and E logo. And I wasn't aware of what their logo actually looked like. And he brings up an unbelievable point about this logo that is incredibly hard to deny. You're going to have to look at it for yourself. Or maybe you can even look it up online. Okay. PG and E logo. Okay. The PG and E logo, I'll describe it to you is a i don't know it looks like a kind of a lighter blue background with p with the letters pg and e at the bottom and there's of this big space above the pg and e letters like it's the sky okay it's a blue sky and then over the pg and e over the and there is a beam coming down a, a white it's just a white background and it's like a beam it starts like at a pinpoint and then it goes down and expands like you would think of like a flashlight beam okay something like that and it's it's illuminating the and in the p g and e it's illuminating that so it's like this white light coming down from a source in the sky and it's illuminating the and well isn't that what the do's weapons do isn't it and it's almost like they're telling you how they're incinerating you, at least in part. These dues weapons from above that come from a pinpoint source and eradicate the structures below, wherever they're pointed. And I just thought that was rather telling. It's almost like in plain sight. They're showing you how they're incinerating you. Well, it's a Kabbalistic principle to warn you know, the people you're killing ahead of time before you do it so that from a Luciferian standpoint, you could say the game is square. You can't say we cheated. We did warn you. Well, that's how I view that logo. Going further, fire, California fire from below, subterrestrial plasma pulse weapon. Now, I'm going to let him explain this, the same gentleman there from, uh, I believe, Logic Before Authority. And I'm going to let him explain this because... I had not heard this before. This is his theory. And yes, we are seeing a lot of fires that seem to be starting from the from the ground up now. You're seeing fires start in sewers and, and like they're going by these sewers. Now I've had a lot of my listeners send me these where it's like black smoke billowing out of sewers. And I'm like, what is that? Now Steve Quayle had said, well, it might be part of the the uh, tectonic breakup of the plates below. 
uh and that you know you got all those fault lines out there that are locked and loaded and ready to go and maybe there's lava flowing who knows i it's, it's hard to say 100 for sure but this is another theory on on this and i'm going to let him explain this a year ago i figured out um and it's a theory but uh I'm pretty positive, even a year later, that I'm right. That the way that one of the, one of the ways that they are setting these fires is using a subterrestrial plasma pulse weapon. Okay. The reason why these we see these explosions of light on the satellite feeds that I've shown in previous videos, it's an explosion of light. Plasma is raw light. It's like the light of the sun. It's raw plasma, raw energy. And Now, the one video, obviously, that I had played earlier, but you couldn't see, when the one I said that the, the flame source looked like an arc welder burning, and it went quickly above, probably two to three above, times the height of the mountains that were around and i can't say they were gigantic mountains but you could see them on the skyline it looked like plasma it looked like some type of white hot plasma generating weapon being deployed starting these fires now whether that was coming from above or below i don't know but that's exactly what it reminded me of when they when these events happen we see this light and and yes there's some return of some fire, light from the fire that the plasma sets, but backing up here, what's happening is, I said the words subterrestrial plasma pulses, okay? It's a technology that has been known of for a long, long time, but Nikola Tesla popularized, uh, popularized it uh, at least to a certain point and I went in and dug and dug and dug and figured out what it is is that they are creating an electrical circuit we'll call it and I'm going to use very simple terms here an electrical circuit underground through the earth and then they are pulsing enormous amounts of voltage between these two points it'd be like and the way I explained it one time before is a pair of jumper cables. If you tap them, they will spark. If you increase the voltage, they will spark even before you tap them. And if you increase, and that's in the air, and the air is a poor conductor of electricity. If you take the jumper cables and you bury them, if you bury one and then you bury the other, uh, the positive and the negative, they will arc very easily under the ground. The earth is a natural con conductive uh, material. Soil, the earth itself, especially down into where the soil is full of water, is a better conductor than a gold wire or a platinum wire or a copper wire or a silver wire the earth itself with all the different compounds that are in the soil when you saturate that with water and then you pulse 
electricity between two poles, a negative and a positive, you will get a plasma pulse in between if the voltage is high enough. And that's what we're seeing when we're seeing these flashes is the plasma pulse. It's coming up out of the earth at different points, you know, depending on various factors. And it's setting, it's setting, one, we can see the plasma pulse. But two, it's then setting trees on fire, houses on fire. Especially houses are susceptible because they have a, a grounding rod in the earth, okay? And that when that pulse happens and that house happens to be in between the positive and negative poles of this pulse, the grounding, uh, the lightning rod will attract that uh, a finger, just a finger of that pulse. And it, that electricity will run up into the house and set the house on fire from within, you see. And that's also the reason that the, the light poles are all on fire in the Kincaid fire. The houses are burning down, the light poles are burning down, mm -hmm. but there's trees everywhere right. that are not burning, okay? Right. You can go out and look at the videos out there of this exact same thing that happened in Paradise, right. California, Absolutely. last year, okay? And other places, and this is happening in different places around the world. We're just focusing on California right now. But when they, uh, when they, when they use this weapon, it also will set the ground itself on fire underneath. It will burn trees from the inside out, and it will set sewer systems and um, electrical vaults where there may be transformers and things like that. It will set them on fire and explode the, the transformers as well. Um, and it, it, it sounds like far-fetched because it is. It's a, an extremely insane weapon that these guys are using, okay? Because and I tell you, the more I think about it and the more I look at these fires, th this probably is the way it's primarily happening I, again there's a number of different ways and i'm going to go over those again today it'll only take me a minute to go over all the different ways that they're perpetuating these fires but this seems to be one of the most plausible explanations as to how this is occurring and again like i said it reminded reminded me of this plasma arc welding i just looked up plasma arc welding and i, and I posted a a picture of what that looks like and um in the pdf for this date and the the light that plasma arc welding produces is like this it's like the sun and that's what it reminds me of like when i'm seeing these fire these fires ignited either on satellite images or on the one video that i saw it reminds me of like some type of plasma generated um electrical source like the sun would almost produce it's very erratic it's very has a very erratic look to it like welding would kind of look and th there's a picture i posted here to, to kind of give you an idea of this is plasma arc welding so 
I think he's bringing up a really good point here. They can use it, and nobody will know they're using it. You can be yeah. walking around yep. on the ground. Bare- exactly. Whereas a dude's weapon, I mean, you have to have a plane up there. And the the plane's got to be, you know, beaming down a, a, a beam. And the beam can a lot of times be seen, especially if it's at night. And even if it's, you know, during the day, still you can see a plane up there. And it's just so in your face. Now, I do think that is definitely, they have definitely employed that. But I think maybe as the videos were coming out of the beams coming down from above, that maybe they backed off a little bit in certain instances and said, well, we can't, we, we can't have these beams being filmed. We need to come up with a different way that's a lot more inconspicuous where we can get away. And I think this terrestrial... Um, subterrestrial plasma pulse weapon would be the ultimate way to do this and the ultimate in deniability oh what are you talking about you're crazy and you won't even know that it's going on until you see if you got lucky enough to see the plasma coming about the ground right it's the same way a lightning bolt works in a way when a when a lightning bolt strikes the ground well, actually, if you know, lightning doesn't strike the ground. The high majority of the time, lightning comes out of the ground. And if you've ever seen a video of a plasma ball coming out of the ground, out of the earth, and then it will, like, it's super bright and it pulses, and then all of a sudden it creates a bolt into the sky. It connects with the with the clouds, and the uh, electrical charge is released. It's the same concept in a way, okay? But that's the plasma that we're talking about. It's there. They've learned and figured out how to man- manipulate the natural environment of of our planet, and that's what they're doing. Now, let me show you the uh, smoke here. I've got it in slow motion coming out of the uh, ground. This now, he's showing you a video here of one of these sewer systems uh, where there's just all this black smoke billowing out of a sewer and like, for no apparent reason at all. All right, as you can see, nothing around here is burned, uh-uh. but there's smoke coming from the sewer. Very strange. And I'm getting more and more videos like this. I'm seeing more videos. My... Listeners are emailing me these, and it's like, what? There you have it. That is absolute, absolute evidence. Fires, forest fires do not go underground. This was created underground, which is why the sewer systems are on fire. Mm-hmm. Hope this makes sense to y'all guys. And let me just say one additional thing. And I wish that this was the case but it's not. This is not some fantasy white hats that are attacking pedophile groups that are underground in dumps. Yeah, which is what the Q movement is pushing. And like people like the false prophets out there, like Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob. Now, I'm not saying they're there, but that was one of the things that first came out last week is, oh, these are white hat. These are... The reason they shut down California was to go after all the pedophiles that have underground bases and they're freeing all the children. Really? 
And again, what does that do if you believe that? Well, it gets you to put your guard down, thinking, oh, Trump's on, 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 the, uh, on the march. He's, he's got our back. He's playing 4D chess, 100 moves ahead of the enemy. This is actually, even though it's wicked and it's killing people and they're abducting people and they're disappearing people like we talked about last week and they're incinerating their homes and, and getting people off their land and it's costing billions and it's bankrupting the, the state. No, no, it's actually a good thing. Trump's on the, on the march. He'll never fail you. And then you've got the Q movement and a lot of the people in false Christianity and the false prophets saying, no, no, this is, this is good. Trump's, he's on the march. He's on the move. He's a man of God. He's appointed for this hour. You, you go up to like before it's news and most of the reports are like that. And again, it's gotten to that point where that quote is, I just really believe is more true now than ever that the CIA director said to President Reagan, where, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, we'll, we'll know our disinformation campaign is complete when everything the American public believes is a lie. I really believe we're, we've gotten to that point just about because they're controlling both sides of the narrative. They're controlling the good guy, white hat side with the Q movement and the false prophets and, you know, the false Christian um, ministries and the false people and alternative media. And some of them may not even be false. They may be sincerely, they're sincerely convinced that Trump is a good guy. And, and maybe they're, they're just going along with, with the narrative because everyone else is and they just can't believe that he'd be bad. I've tried to, to show several people, but it doesn't seem to sway many people, no matter what you show them about Trump anymore. And I understand you could say, well, you were on that bandwagon for, well, I was never fully on the quote Trump train. I was cautiously, cautiously optimistic. And yes, I was glad that he got in as opposed to Hillary. We're going to talk more about that later. But I did get, and I gave him credit when he did apparently seemingly good. And I, and I called him out when he did bad. But again, like I said, as of February of this year, when his faction of the Illuminati, because there's competing factions, took over power, and that was presented at that Bush funeral, where they were all put on notice with those notices. When that faction took power, the gloves kind of came off, and, and Trump started to do some extremely nefarious things. Now, a lot of these things he's seemingly kind of backed off a little bit. And again, why are they doing it? They're beta testing. The red flag gun control that, you know, Trump was... was pushing vehemently after these staged mass shootings that we just had that was by design on purpose mk ultra mind control uh slaves that were triggered well they were beta testing they were seeing what public reaction would be they would they were seeing if they could get the patriots on board with turning in their guns and that's why i think pushback is so important because that shows the illuminati that they're not you know they're not ready to um people are not ready to just turn over their firearms or give up all the all of their liberties so it's a big theatrical con job that's being foisted upon us. And Trump is a gigantic part of that, if not the biggest part of it. And you've got all of his apologists, Hannity and all of the right, right-leaning Christian talk shows. And they're, they're all for, you know, because in order to not be for Trump, what's the alternative? Is there, is there opinion? And I, I understand, I, I get it, I understand how they could, but it's, it's like, 
Trump's on the side of evil and controlled by the side of evil, and the left is on the side of evil, controlled by. The, but it's like we can't acknowledge that. It's like no, no, we can't. No, no, Trump can't be on the side of evil because if that's the case, then there's no hope, which is what Glenn Kennedy told me. No hope if Trump's a bad guy. I'm like, well, does that change reality? Does that change the facts? Does that change that he's been bought, sold, and paid for by the Rothschilds since the 80s? When they, bail, when they first started bailing him out of his bankruptcy? He was controlled long before then. Roy Cohn was the guy's mentor. A, a horrible, horrible um, mobster that was a, a rabid sodomite of, of young men that was well known. Trump was one of them, was one of his boy toys way back in the day. There's pictures of it. I've posted them on my studies. He's a horrible person. He's always been a horrible person. And nothing's going to change that unless the guy gets saved. But as far as I know, you know, he said he's never asked God for forgiveness. And his spiritual mentor is Paula White, a total Jezebel witch. But see, I'm the bad guy for pointing that out. It's just, I'm finding it absolutely amazing what people in the Christian alternative right are willing to ignore, openly ignore about Trump. Because I believe that, you know, they're so afraid that if he's a bad guy, what does that mean? That means, yeah, that means we're facing some real, real bad stuff. We are anyway, according to the Bible. So why not face, face the truth as opposed to, you know, believing some lie? I don't want to be part of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And it says, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie. That they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When you openly embrace Trump, no matter what is being shown to you, I'm not talking to my listeners, I'm just talking to people, Christians in general, that are on the Trump train, there's nothing you can do to get them off, no matter what you show them. When you openly do that, despite, it doesn't matter what you show them, and you can prove to them, well, you're, you're showing you have no real love for the truth. At least on a certain level, at least on that level, it's just a dangerous position to put yourself in. No matter how hard the truth is, no matter how horrific it may be, it's still something that we need to embrace and believe, especially if it can be verified. And with Trump, it's so easy. I've done, you know, my biggest apology is I should have started this, you know, before he even got elected because a lot of the information was out there you know um and and i've admitted that in, in the past but i'm i am doing it now that's all i can really say and so we're going to talk more about that in the study though let's let's go ahead and play the rest of this video deep underground military bases that is not happening that is and i don't mean to offend and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, and I'm not trying to dash hopes, but unfortunately, if we're going to make any progress here, we're going to have to live in reality. Exactly, right. And the reality is, is this is what it is. California and many other places are under attack. You're even under attack in your own house, mm -hmm. and there's a hundred reasons why, but I can't get into them in this video. But California is under attack 
with a subterrestrial plasma pulse weapon, in addition, they're probably using several other types right. of weapons exactly. to set these fires. They don't want you. They I'll don't... go over those again briefly just so you kind of refresh your memory. You believe it's all natural. And they also want you to believe that it's some white hats that is taking out the pedophiles. Mm-hmm. And that that's just, that's fantasy, guys. So you would almost view these fires as a good thing. Oh, it's oh good, more fires. They're, they're they're getting more, they're killing more of the pedophiles and liberating the the children. Oh, right, yeah, okay. They need to give you something like that so that you have some kind of hope. Yes, it's false hope though, and I think that was the word that stuck in my mind last night that I believe the Lord was showing me is false hope was the word. When I study this and the more I look into it and the more I look at Trump, it's just false hope. And that's a horrible kind of hope because when your when your bubble finally gets burst, and your dreams are dashed, and you realize your hope was in nothing more than a wicked devil that was literally controlled by Satan all along, that's a horrible self to put, position to put yourself in. And I think this is why it talks about that there's going to be this falling away, and I, I do believe obviously the falling away is in full swing, according to Second Thessalonians chapter two. But I think that a lot of people that have invested in Trump and invested in different things and in theories and that are unbiblical or where they're just ignoring facts, when those realities become fully exposed, that you were trusting in a lie, there is going to be a mass falling away of the church. And I'm trying to prevent that with this ministry so that you're not, I mean, the Bible says, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. And that's what a lot of people have done with Trump. One of the most evil reprobate devils, six different payoffs to families, three little boys, three little girls that he molested going all the way back into the, I think the nineties, early nineties up. I, I gave you the, it's the Wade Madsen report. That covered them all. Nobody will touch that one with a hot potato other than Wade Matson, And even he won't really say a whole lot about it, I think. It's a subscription-only site, but I was able to actually get the the um, the information I covered in one of my teachings. Hardly anybody will cover that or even mention it. Well, I mean, he was buddies with Jeffrey Epstein. And there's multiple eyewitnesses of girls that said Trump was in the same room with Epstein when they were raping girls and all of the weird, sick, perverted stuff that went on. Trump was in the room. He was participating in the molestations. Jeffrey Epstein openly recruited from Marlago, which was, you know, a stone's throw from his place in um, wherever they, they live there in uh, Fort Lauderdale, wherever Trump's Marlago is. They were, I mean, you could, you could look at maps. They were right two minute one minute drive if that you'd walk to their houses their their respective mansions they he was recruiting out of marlago to get girls at least in part for his whole underage sex thing where all the girls that he was recruiting trump trump's never been innocent he the only way you get into a position like trump is in is you're selected and they've got so much on you from a blackmail perspective they know if you ever get out of line 
they have got a, they've got real quick ways to snap you back into line and it's called massive blackmail that's the way that senators and governors and a lot of people i'm sure in in congress get into the positions that they're in in the first place it's because they're part of the club i know where this is coming from this is coming from this q thing okay oh yeah and Again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And what is Q? Q is just Trump can do no wrong. Trump's there fighting for our, all the different, and then all the different false prophets that are bolstering it and all the other different people in the right, like Sean Hannity and all. It's just this gigantic concerted satanic effort to portray Trump as this, this, you know, fighting warrior that's, that's fighting for our rights. And he's just got all the, even though he's surrounded himself with the most wicked, evil people in his cabinet. There are also connected to the Rothschilds, even, but he he didn't know any of that. He's all he's innocent as a kitten. April or dash anybody's hopes, but we got to live in reality. Q and that whole thing is a CIA yep. propaganda mm-hmm. psychop. It's Psy-op. just another one, just like the many others that there have been. Yep. I love you guys. I hope you understand I ain't trying to burn nobody's hope down, but we got to live in reality. Yep. I couldn't agree more. That's another reason I wanted to play that video, because I think he, he presented a very good perspective there on reality. Now, let's look at this. I had a listener send me this one. Official representative from Cal Fire admits they are they are destroying residences in California. They are doing this. Okay. Short video. And um, I'm going to play this and, and kind of describe to you a little bit about what's going on here. Wind-driven power outages in California. This is um, a representative from Cal Fire. He's got his little Cal Fire jacket on. He's got the sheriff behind him and two other representatives from Cal Fire that evidently are tasked with supposedly fighting the wildfires. And I'm going to give him the floor and let him talk. Hey everybody, I'm going to do a real short video here, and this is going to be an example of the direction I'm going, or various directions I'm going from Antarctica, uh, in my search for the truth. Now, the reason he's saying that is because he's focused a lot on Antarctica, and I believe he just found this video. I'm bring your attention to this site, windy.com. I've been looking at it for months. It's a very handy site. There's other sites that you can go to that share the same or, or look at the same data. Um, right now I have it stopped at today at 1 a.m. in the morning. You can move yourself around and see the wind speeds in areas. Um, you can zoom in and you can see the direction of the winds. Um, So it show, it's but like an interactive it. map that's actually, you can see the little the little wind. It's, they've got wind depicted on the map and how it's moving and what direction it's moving. And then you can kind of move your cursor to the area and see like what the actual mile per hour winds are in that particular area. Forward, we'll bring it up to about what time I am at now. See right now it's 136. So this is a projection half an hour in the future. It projects. Um, and you can just watch what's going on in real life. 
So what I've done is, with all the reports of fires and uh, power outages all across the state of California, where I was born and raised, it kind of concerns me. And so I started looking at the facts, looking at the data, and I discovered that whenever there was a wind event that prompted a massive power outage for fears of sparking a fire, and I would look at the data, there was no winds. Yeah. And now listen, I'm looking at it right now, windy.com, and I'm clicking. This is real time. Okay. And this is okay. We're we're into Sunday right now. I'm, I'm actually recording this on Sunday. I'll probably end up posting it Monday, early Monday morning, Lord willing. And okay, they were saying 80 plus per mile hour gusts. Okay, now on the map, the thing that's really cool about this, in fact, I'm probably gonna save this. You can go offshore. And, and they, it's almost like, you know, when you look at a weather map and if it's like um, really, really super heavy rain, it'll be like dark orange or orange or red or whatever and, and that and purple or pink. Yeah, well, the, it's kind of the same way they're depicting it for wind speeds. Like offshore, I'm, I'm seeing like I'm talking quite a bit offshore, like 28 knots. Okay, 24 knots. Okay, and just to be accurate with you, they're they're giving the wind in knots okay now okay a knot like if it's a five knot wind pattern i'm, I'm actually looking at a conversion chart right now five knots would be 5.8 5.8 miles per hour so in other words a knot is a little bit above a mile per hour miles per hour like five knots is a little bit more than five miles per hour okay uh, uh 35 knots is actually 40.3 mile per hour wind speed okay so just to give you an idea so i'm looking at this right now now this is the week and they were predicting 80 plus mile per hour gusts okay now they did this last weekend and this was the excuse that they used to shut you know i don't know 800,000 people's power off or whatever it was two million and it was all a farce and it was all a lie and we covered we covered like you know we, we covered all of the nefarious wicked things they were doing last weekend now not all but a lot of them well right now i'm looking at this in real time we should be seeing massive massive gusts within california and i'm seeing the worst winds are off offshore and literally the worst winds i can find is uh, about 27 knots and this is well offshore of the coast of california Okay, so 27 knots, you're looking at, you know, a little over 30 miles per hour. Nothing like 80 plus mile per hour winds. So again, they're lying to us. Now on shore, I'm looking at this on shore in the areas they predicted these fire events, 13 knots. Right now, this is real time, 13 knots. And these are the worst areas, 11 knots. These are the worst area. In other, in other areas, it's two knots where they predicted these fires. And I'm going through California and I'm trying to go to the worst spots I can find. 13 knots near LA, 15 knots in that area. Nothing anywhere near like they were. So again, PG&E totally lying. And, but yet using these lies in order to give the excuse that we're gonna shut down this grid. And, and only God knows what they're doing when they're shutting down the grid. Do you understand that gives them the, the absolute perfect cover to do whatever nefarious, wicked, evil things they wanna do under the cover of darkness? when you shut down a power grid 
I don't know how that's exactly affecting the cell phone services, but I would can't imagine it's helping anything. If if you don't totally lose coverage, you probably do. So the devil likes to operate in darkness and they're contriving these things by design on purpose based on nothing based on lies the lies that i just gave you these 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 wind speeds should be like 60 miles per hour 50 they're not two knots really the worst spots i'm at one knot i'm looking at different spots 13 knots is about the worst i can get so again, just more lies from them. Now, I'm going to go ahead and let this video play more. Yet there were fires. So, I want to bring your attention to this. Now, I apologize for the echo. I haven't figured out yet. I'm very um, primitive on this. I haven't figured out how to record a, um, a video live onto my post before i post it without it echoing i don't know how to deal with that yet uh maybe somebody can leave in the comments how do i do that but listen to what this guy says right now um we expect uh we the fire we expect the fire to grow it is currently still at 10,000 acres uh, the acreage uh will adjust later on as we get better eyes on it throughout the day and have a better opportunity to map it but uh, the rugged terrain uh the uh, rapid expanding incident and the darkness last night made it, made it tough to get a, a good accurate picture of the amount of acres. We are comfortable. It is probably at or above 10,000 acres. Uh, the number of structures, we do have some destroyed. We do not have an actual count on them yet. We have teams out on the field now surveying those structures uh, to determine whether they're residences or uh, general outbuildings. Uh, once we get that confirmed, we will add that to our daily report. I'm going to play this one last part now. He, he says something really super flagrant at the end, but it sounds like he says the number of, of, of structures we do have destroyed, which is a weird way of putting it. It's almost like he's taking credit for them, for the number of structures we do have destroyed. Okay, all right. Well, you could, you could say, okay, well, that he was just a slip, but wait do you see what he says at the end. I'm just going to play this last part. Uh, the number of structures we do have some destroyed we do not have an actual we do have some destroyed the number of structures we do have some destroyed okay all right i'll give you that let's see let's see what the next thing he says though on them yet we have teams out on the field now surveying those structures uh to determine whether they're residences or uh general outbuildings uh once we get that confirmed we will add that to our daily report as of right now we cannot confirm or deny the number of residences that we have destroyed now, listen to that. Did you hear that? We cannot confirm or deny the number of residences we have destroyed. Okay, now that's just like kind of like the first one, except 10 times more flagrant. The number of residences we have destroyed? We. that Not that have been destroyed, which is the way he should have worded it, but he said that we have been destroyed. That we have destroyed or whatever. Again. We get that confirmed, we will add that to our daily report. As of right now, we cannot confirm or deny the number of residences that we have destroyed. The number of residences that we have destroyed. It's like this, I don't know, I, I hate the term Freudian slip, but, you know. 
out of the abundance of the heart the mouth, the mouth speaketh, is what the Bible says. Well, he just gave it away. The guy looks totally evil. I mean, he looks like a vampire. And um, well, I'll just let this talk. Again. We get that confirmed, we will add that to our daily report. And as of right now, we cannot confirm or deny the number of residences that we have destroyed. We cannot confirm or deny the number of residences that we have destroyed. Now, watch what this guy does. He, uh, he ends here, and the other guy comes up to the mic. But keep an eye on this guy as he steps back to the corner. And look at his face, look at what he does, and watch his lips. So he's going to the back. He steps back. Right here. He shakes. He shakes his head like, no, like he can't believe what he just said. Head. He mutters. Okay, and I can't say what he does, but he mutters the words that you can read lips. Blank me. And I'm not going to say the word, but blank me is what he says in other words like he really messed up and um you heard what he said and again i believe this is being i i, I don't know if these these people um are even human doing this uh whether they're just satanists luciferians that are in high level positions whether they're actually human or not the lady the listener that sent me this didn't think he was human because of some of the th stuff he was doing from a facial perspective. Um, listen, the Bible says that, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, Jesus said that. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And if you took a camera crew back to Noah's day, the biggest story you'd come back with was that the sons of God, meaning the angels, saw the daughters of men. Clearly a delineation there. Clearly two separate species. The sons of God saw the daughters of men. Didn't say the sons of men saw the daughters of men. It said the sons of God. Sons of God, if you look at that, that term, in the Old Testament, comparing scripture with scripture, line upon line, precept upon precept, being a good Berean, rightly dividing the word of truth, and you go to the book of Job, you will, you will see that that word, sons of God, is only in reference to angels. That term. I understand in the New Testament, you could say, well, yes, but we're, we're referred to as sons of God. Yes, but this was Old Testament Hebrew, totally different context. Never is that term used in the Old Testament to describe a person. It's always to describe angels. I think it's used five times in the Old Testament, every single time. The sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives, all that they chose. And the book of Enoch is an expansion of Genesis 6. I'm not saying it's canon of scripture, but I'm just saying that's what the book of Enoch is. If you get it, get the blue hardback copy from the Baptist Theological Press. You can probably find it on eBay or whatever. And it has all the King James cross-references to when they say something in that book, to where it actually occurs in, in the Bible. And it's staggering, the amount of cross-references. Okay, So, um, cemeteries teach all the pastors that these this was the godly line of Seth uh mating with the daughters of men which makes no sense whatsoever from a scriptural standpoint not a not even a little 
But the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives off that they chose. And in those days, they, you know, the women bore them giants, the Nephilim, the men of old, the men of renown, which is where we get our Greek legends and the, those types of legends from. Part fallen angel, part human. Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And this is why we have the whole alien agenda. And, I, and I've taught this over and over, that they do walk among us, these things, these entities. Walk among us. Done tons of studies on this. from Looking at it from a secular standpoint, from a Christian standpoint, just key an alien agenda. I've done more mega studies on that than any other subject voluminous amount i've got another one that i need to do you know i just don't know when i'm, I'm going to get to it anymore there's just too much information breaking i can't keep up i'm always just totally buried in content and yeah it wouldn't surprise me one bit if the guy wasn't human not one bit anyway just that would i just want to kind of throw that in but um Okay, so let's go, um, let's go further. They don't want you to see this. Wind weapons, weather warfare, U.S. government openly admits it has had weather warfare technologies for many decades. <sighs> okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and end, before I get into this, I'm going to end part one here. I had a listener request that I try to keep the videos to 80 minutes because she can't burn them on CDs if I go more than that so i'm gonna go ahead and end I, i'm just trying to get as much content out as i can but i'm gonna go ahead and try to start ending these before i hit the hour and 20 minute mark now um so i'm gonna end this one um just stay tuned for a short announcement if you like to keep us in the game god bless you i'm praying for my listeners um and i, I just really pray god just bless my listeners in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, and you know, make us mighty for the Lord. And for divine providence to know what to do regarding the days and times ahead. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.